What is up, you guys? It's Andy and I'm... Andy. <laughs> Are you my dad? Okay. Oh, my God. I'm leaving that in 100%. No. What is up, you guys? It's Angie and Amanda here. Today, we're going to be talking about mass incarceration. Yeah. This is gonna be a long one, kids, so mm -hmm. buckle up. We switched it up this time. Amanda's gonna be going first about talking about the. Um, yeah, and we have a new addition to the squad this week. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Michael Bloomberg, who has late entered in the race, um, is at 2%. So, oh, and wait, Tom Steyer? Tom Steyer. Oh, we got Tom Steyer. We finally ad. got to Tom Steyer. It's doing the thing again where it's not keeping up with us. We also have a new addition to our team um, um, who's going to be doing side comments and production yeah. quality. This is our friend Matthew. Matthew Yates. Hola, amigos. Matthew Yeats. Yeats. Stupid no. little sophomore. Yeah, so he is our new producer guy. Oh, Just no. kidding. We need <laughs> a producer. All right, want to start? Want to do it? I'll start. But You're starting. Want to start? Like, in general. Would you like to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Okay, great. Um, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? I feel like we should define mass incarceration first. Okay. Uh, mine's just basically, mine's less mass incarceration, more about criminal justice yeah, in general. Yeah, same. But I think this, so. we should still define it. Yeah, so. So, I'm doing my project on this, too. My senior project. Go check it out. You know, what's up? Um, <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> but uh, mass incarceration is the mass imprisonment of a people. Um, in this country, um, 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 people we have <laughs> in this country we have a big problem with it, especially with people the of color. most in the whole wide world. Yep, we have two point three million people incarcerated in this country. The majority of those for nonviolent drug offenses. Mm -hmm. So that's for a problem. Of time. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of people who are just rotting in jail because mm -hmm. they smoked weed. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. You know what I'm saying? Well, then there's also the other thing with the 13th Amendment, because there's the loophole in that. Oh, yeah, there's a loophole. Slavery. Slavery is abolished unless you are a convicted felon. Yeah. Then you're pretty much literally a slave. To so the there's that. So there's that. All right, leading So how are we going to fix that? Let's get into Uncle Joe, Joe Biden. Okay. Woo. So... In the past, we've been a little bit harsh, I think, on Mr. Joe Biden because his policies are limited regarding. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew. Can you get it together. We're gonna cut you. No. Literally, first episode, you're, you're already you disturbing us. So, but he actually has like a very extensive policy on criminal justice. So I think he really focuses in on like a couple issues that his demographic of voters are really interested in. Mm -hmm. um, and also the basically the issues that Obama was really invested in. Mm -hmm. That's a key one. Because he does have a very diverse um, mm -hmm. following because of Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, he wants to first start with the source of incarceration and address issues like illiteracy and child abuse that are highly linked to incarceration in later years. So there is a disproportionately high amount of people in prison who are illiterate and were abused as children. So he wants to target to pr the preventative situation stuff. Also education, because the less educated you are is also linked to incarceration. incarceration. I can't talk. He also wants to expand funding for mental health and substance abuse, so cut it off at the source. Um, and for those people, replace prison with rehab. So instead of throwing somebody into prison um, who has a mental health disorder or um, substance abuse, um, let's treat them. Let's um, try to rehabilitate them and get them back into society. Mm -hmm. um, he also wants to expand the power of the justice system to address police misconduct. So basically right now, it's almost impossible for police to be prosecuted against, mm -hmm. um, which is bad because it kind of gives police like almost all power to do what, pretty much whatever they want. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. It's like, like they can really do whatever they want, but mm -hmm. it's very well, hard. Well, it gives to, them immunity. It's very hard to prosecute a police officer. Yeah. So he wants to um, stop that basically. Um, that being said, he wants to invest in public defenders so that even if you can't afford a private defender, a defense lawyer, you still have good representation in court and a fair trial. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to eliminate mandatory minimum sentences. So basically, um, during the war on drugs in the 80s, they set a ton of mandatory minimum sentences for um, drug charges. And so he wants to eliminate those min those minimums so that there's no like... This is what you have to have. This It's more like what the judge thinks you deserve based on um, the facts of the case. Because the war on drugs um, minimums were very rigid and didn't take a lot of facts into account with the drug cases. So um, they want judges to have the ability to look at the case as a whole and then decide what the sentence should or shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. The war on drugs itself was, was devastating to yeah, a lot of Yeah, so detrimental to so many communities. Um he wants to end the crack cocaine disparity. So important. Do you want to explain mm -hmm. that a little bit more? So for people who don't know. Yeah, so basically um, under the law, cocaine is less of an offense. So you spend less time in prison for um, having a possession of cocaine than you would for crack. When they're basically the same thing, it, basically. Mm -hmm. um, the only difference is that Crack is smokable, cocaine, not that it's any different, I don't understand, but cocaine um, is found usually in more um, wealthy communities, while crack is more of a inner city sort of yeah, poverty. During the 80s, during the war on drugs, um, crack was known as the quote-unquote black drug, mm -hmm. um, and cocaine was, you know, like you said, more for wealthier people. A lot of wealthier people used cocaine because it's more expensive than crack, but basically cocaine is powdered crack. Mm -hmm. And crack comes in more of like a rocked crystal form, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's really no chemical difference in the two substances, but because of the people who were using them, mm -hmm. they were um And it does it does the same thing to you. It's just how I mean, not that I know from experience, but Yeah. Yeah. So it's not They're really not different. It's not to, just to have People in prison longer because they had 
crack versus cocaine. It was a racial, it ended up being a racial situation. It was. We wanted a big fat tangent there. Um, Mm -hmm. Legalize marijuana. That's a big one. And also, (laughs) and also release all those in prison for weed immediately. So as soon as he's in office, everyone who he wants to um, use his presidential power to pardon anyone who is in prison for substance, for using marijuana. Because there's no reason that they should be in prison for that. That's mm-hmm. so. Especially if it's legalized. Yeah. Because yeah. There's, there's some states where it's legalized and people are still in prison for it. Yeah. Which once, there's like, there is like a law that once once something is legalized, everyone in prison... Or that thing should be released from prison, but that hasn't happened yet due to like backup in the system and et cetera. So um, he just wants to unclog the system and make yeah. that work. Um, he wants to um, end the death. Um, I messed up. Oh, end incarceration for drug usage alone. So if somebody is just under the influence or just has a small amount of possession on them or seems to be addicted or is using drugs in any way, mm. he, w- he would rather put them in you in rehab and get them back into society than to put them in jail for possession. So that wouldn't be, like, drug trafficking or selling? No, no, no. So would, that doesn't count for any, like, any sort of large quantities or dealing drugs. It's more like if you're using the drugs that you have, you're not, mm-hmm. not going to be put in prison for that. Um, where was I? He has a lot of stuff. Um, and the death penalty. I, you can take it or leave it, you know, um, but there are a lot of people, the way he put it was there are a ton of people who are on death row and then are acquitted. Like, they they are found that they were not guilty, that they were falsely um, imprisoned, falsely put on death row, and so he figures if, if they're alive, they can still be acquitted and released. But if they're not alive, then that's, you can't do that. Yeah. So. Um... He wants to release those facing long sentences for drugs or at least shorten their sentences because the three, basically talking about like the three strikes you're out rule, mm-hmm. um, which was again put in place during the war on drugs, basically means if you get caught with possession three times, you get an ultra long sentence, which um, is devastating because like you could, yeah. you could be in jail 30 years for possession of marijuana, you know? Especially the way that they're treating it too. Like if you were arrested, and you're being held, and all you want to do is pretty much just go home. And then somebody tells you that, oh, if you take this plea deal, you can go home right now. But if you try to go to trial, you could get, like, 30 years in prison. Yeah. Which is not true, because you take the plea deal, and you're pleading guilty, and you end up with more time with something that you could have fought, but it's also... All right. Okay, so uh, the next thing he wants to do is end cash bail because he he thinks it targets the rich, which I agree. Um, He was kind of saying, like, if you can be released on bail, you can be released until your trial. And, like, you shouldn't um, have to pay money to do it. Um, The next thing he wants to do is... Stop jailing for people who are unable to pay fines. He's like, it's poverty jailing. So, like, if somebody's unable to afford to pay, like, a ticket or um, some sort of, like, tax or something, they're being jailed. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, he's saying you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't prison people for not having money. Like that's not their fault. Like, yeah. So that's kind of a different one. Um, he wants to eliminate private prison. Thank you. Literally, the fact that people make money off of people being in prison makes me sick. Like that's not a business. Have you heard about Alec? No. So it's based, it's like this um, big organization that has like major corporations in it like walmart's in it like big corporations and they um propose and they also have like lawmakers and legislators in it too so they propose um like legislation that one of the lawmakers will take to office but it means that these big corporations are getting a vote on what legislation goes to office so a lot of the ones that had to do with changes in the prison system were legislation that was brought from ALEC. Like, these lawmakers didn't even write it. Like, ALEC wrote it. About private prisons or, like, for prison or, like, making prison? Like, for for prison. Okay. Dang. Like, like, um, one, uh, an organization, I forget the name. That has that runs the private uh, immigration detention centers was a part of Alec, and they were part of the ones that um, introduced legislation during the Trump administration. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, provide unique needs for women in prison. This is so important. Do you know women in prison can't get tampons, like most of the time? They don't. No, they're making tampons out of pads. Because tampons are taxed as a luxury item. Um, so what they do is they'll take a pad. Homeless women do this too. They take a pad, they peel it out with the cotton, and they roll it really thin to make like a makeshift tampon because they want to use tampons instead of pads. Mm-hmm. They don't give them tampons. Like so, there. And then there's also like prenatal care in prison. Um, a lot of other things that um, are needs that are, like, unique to women. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of healthcare things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Unique care to women in prison. Um, and ensure humane conditions in prisons. Um, promote community-based alternatives to juvie. So, instead of throwing kids in jail... Um, Promote community-based organizations, um, like community centers or places that they go after school um, to live, or like a basically like a school detention center almost instead mm-hmm. of like a juvie. Expand after-school programs to keep kids off the streets. So like expanding funding for things like the YMCA and Boys and Girls Club organizations that have provide after-school programs to inner-city kids um, to keep them out of things like drugs and basically like again preventative measures mm-hmm. um and to help them with school and everything like that um and this one you'll like end punishment because of age so throwing kids in juvie for things like truancy and alcohol use that would not be that would be completely legal if they're older so yeah that's a i've never like really thought about that but that's actually a good one is like kids are going to prison for alcohol and if you were just like two years older like you're not going to go to prison for alcohol so 
Yeah, so uh, protect juvenile records to give kids a true second chance. So instead of having your records available to everybody when you're um, a minor, so once you're not a minor anymore, I think they just, like, scrap your record. So you have no criminal record. And mm-hmm. it basically gives you, like, a really true way to start over. Um, make sure all incarcerated have housing after release. Because a lot of people be released and they're homeless. Um, eliminate barriers by giving incentive to hire ex-convicts. So, like, a lot of the problem is getting jobs after. That's how they end up homeless. Uh, but this is basically a program. There's already a program that gives incentive to companies to hire ex-convicts. Um, like a, it's like a funding program, but he wants mm-hmm. to double that. And he says, finally defeating the NRA will keep Yes. Yes. So that's it for Joe. That was a long one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, Elizabeth Warren. Ooh. <sighs> Another long one. <laughs> so she says it starts with having a good education. Um, and it also starts with this is like all things that you need when you're a kid to keep you preventative measures again to keep you out of prison. Mm-hmm. Good education, affordable housing. Violence intervention programs, so um, programs that help with domestic and child abuse, um, accessible mental health care. She wants to break the school prison pipeline. Joe Biden put this too, um, but I forgot to write it down, um, which basically means that in schools, like our school is a school resource officer, mm-hmm. like that's connected to the Amherst Police Department. So like in school, if a kid is misbehaving, the police deal with that. And he's saying that we need, Elizabeth Warren and, and Joe Biden, are both saying that we need to end that because it basically gives kids an, um, a link right from school to prison. So if they're doing something wrong in school, like, the police are getting involved, yeah. and they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. That's the mentality behind that. Um, reduce homelessness uh, because a lot of, hom- cause a lot of homeless people um, – have a higher chance of getting incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Um, decriminalize mental health uh, because there's a lot of people who are in jail for doing things that they do um, because of mental health problems. Mm-hmm. And jail is not going to help them. They need mental health care. They need a rehab rehabilitation center um, to get them back into society rather yeah. than in a prison. Um, invest in divert uh, invest in diversion programs for substance abuse. So, um, like, cut it off at the source, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Stop the tough-on-crime mentality of the 90s. Yes. Because tough-on-crime is basically just saying, we want more people in prison, and that's not what we need or want. Um, And the legacy of the war on drugs, like, doing things by doing things like legalizing marijuana, stopping the crack cocaine disparity... Um, things like that that are kind of like the legacy of the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, stop criminalizing homelessness. This is such a big one. Yes. There are so many cities where it is illegal to sleep in a park. It is illegal to sleep in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is illegal to sleep on the street. It's and like, where else are they going to go? Yeah. And so people are being persecuted for being homeless. So, there's that. <laughs> Which might 
like to some people might say that, well, they're already homeless. Like at least they'll be being fed and like have a place to stay. But that's like, not what our prison systems are for. No, that's not what it's for, and it's not necessarily true. Like they need something. Prison like- sucks. Prison is like makes people go crazy. Like, if you have a mental health problem, you'll either develop one or get it worse if you're in prison. And you'll lose money because now they're... What's the thing in New Hampshire now where you have to basically pay to be in prison? You pay, like, rent. Yeah, which is, like... You're being held there against your will. Basically. Um, she also wants to decriminalize poverty, which is things like not being able to pay full taxes, not being able to pay parking tickets. People are being persecuted for these things, even though they're not doing anything wrong other than they can't afford to pay these things. Mm-hmm. And so ending that. Um, and cash bail, same there one. Um, hold the wealthy just as accountable in the criminal justice system as the rich. I mean, as <laughs> as the poor, yeah. because, or the, the um, because... Pretty much, if you have a good lawyer and a lot of money, you can buy your way out of a lot of lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to stop that and be just as tough on the wealthy as we are on people who need a public defender. Um, she wants to reform law enforcement. So um, basically giving bias training to law enforcement officers so that they um, aren't shooting random unarmed people. um improve access to treatment and suicide prevention so right now the police are i mean like it's great that they do this and like but and but they're basically the ones who are who are who are trying to do suicide prevention Mm -hmm. and um we need a she's basically saying we need a separate um enforcement um group for suicide prevention so that the police don't have that burden they have plenty of things to do they have to worry about criminals and crime Mm -hmm. they should not be worrying about preventing people from committing suicide that shouldn't be their job she wants to hold police officers accountable under the law so being able to prosecute them um require use of a body camera um which is very preventative which sounds stupid but is very preventative of a lot of things Mm -hmm. um strengthen public defenders um protect the rights of survivors thank you so basically not getting off of rape because they seem like a nice guy yeah hmm hmm (laughs) interesting yeah i mean i threw that in she didn't say that but she said appoint diverse justices who understand the criminal justice system and maybe aren't accused of sexual assault. Maybe not. Maybe that's not the best. Um, she wants to raise the age of criminal liability so that 16 and 17 year olds will, should not be tried as adults. Yes. Um, and the death penalty, um, invest in rehab of all kinds. So she's saying not just, we focus a lot on mental health and drug rehab and those are both great and really important. But she also thinks that other things that are important are therapy and anger management and things that um, can help a lot of people who um, aren't necessarily fall into the mental health slash 
um, drug abuse. And making sure that... Um, Anger management's a big one. Yeah. Death penalty is the absolute last resort because I feel like it's not treated like that right now. Yeah. Um, eliminate private prisons and support reentry of ex-convicts. Yes. Bernie. Bernie's short, surprisingly. Good old Bernie. Bernie Sanders. All right. We're not very fun today. No, we're not very fun today. This is kind of a heavy subject, it so is. if you're not, if you're looking for a good laugh, this Maybe isn't the one. Maybe don't listen to me. Because even when we usually have our good times at Andrew Yang, oh, no. he's got quite a bit. He does? We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get okay. to it. I see you, Yang. So, Bunny Sanders says we need to end for-profit prisons. Yay. And <laughs> cash bail, increase public defenders, and the death penalty, and end the three strikes law, expand alternatives to prison, and the war on drugs. Are you talking? Legalize marijuana, <laughs> and expunge past convictions to marijuana, decriminalize addiction, homelessness, and poverty. Create a prisoner's bill of rights. That's interesting, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Basically, when you're in prison, all your rights are taken away from you. So having a set of separate rights, mm-hmm. like your own little mini constitution. And you have it laid out for you, too, because so many people don't know their rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold law And hold law enforcement accountable. Yes. That's Barney. Did you know that if you're pregnant and you're arrested, you can ask to be handcuffed in the front instead of the back? Why? Um, protect the baby, I guess. Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah, I don't know why I know Have you that. ever been pregnant and arrested? Uh, I have never been pregnant, and I have never been arrested, so. I really like how you had to think about it, though. <laughs> no, you, you, you fall know, into neither of those forget. categories. I forget. You forget that you've never been pregnantly arrested? Yeah. Arrested, pregnant, pregnantly arrested? Which way does it work? I don't think you can say pregnantly arrested. Uh, That sounds like an (laughs) adverb. (laughs) Arrested. Well, are you arresting the fetus or the woman? Depends what the fetus do. Mayor Pete, our love, our soul, our dad. Should we say what happened oh, yeah. at the Pete rally? So we went to a Pete rally. We volunteered there. Because if you don't know already, we haven't shared that much about our own personal preferences when it comes to this stuff. We both have signed CTVs, which are commit to vote slips for Pete Buttigieg. Um, he is who we are voting for, right? Mm-hmm. Who you're voting for? Yes. Yes. Voting yes. for. Yes. yes, so we have it. High fives. There you go. Um... But, yeah, I also just want to say that this podcast is supposed to have the baseline of the facts on all the candidates because we just want you to vote. It doesn't matter what candidate you vote for. We just need you Unless to it's... vote. Okay. we. It doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't what matter what candidate um, you vote for. As also, long as you vote, get out there and vote. Young people need a voice. Let's do it. Let's vote. It'll be good. It'll be great. But we're <laughs> voting for Pete, and you should, too. <laughs> And we're not claiming to not be biased. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we've this never claimed that. This whole point is to state the facts and talk about what we believe. However, every so, fact that we say is directly from the campaign, their campaign websites or from a reliable source. So mm-hmm. we do not lie about the facts. Yeah. However, we do not shy away from stating our opinions. And if a uh, statistic from what we say you find out to be wrong or you hear to be wrong, that is Let on us know. the campaign. That is, we are copying right off from the campaign. Yeah, but also, like, let us know, because we want to yeah. know these things. Because we do. Cause when we the find them online, we assume they're true. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, you can you can talk all the talk, but it doesn't mean you're going to do anything. You know what I mean? That's accurate. So, like, Jake, take everything can say, say with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. Because, like, they can say all of these things and never do a single... Like, Freaking one. Like, sometimes people say they're going to build a wall and they're going to make Mexico pay for it, and sometimes that never happens. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want it to happen, but you shouldn't say it if you don't mean it. Yeah. Mayor Pete. (laughs) Mayor Pete. We got on that tangent because we were talking about who we were voting for. Yeah, so in case anyone was genuinely curious, which, I mean, I would would be surprised if you were curious about any of us. We're voting for Mayor Pete. These, actually, we decided separately, but we just happened to come mm-hmm. to the same conclusion, which Why is interesting. Why um, I really like that he's not your typical Washington um, politician, because Washington's not so hot at the moment. Mm-hmm. And not just the president, but all parts of Washington, there's a lot of issues. I'm kind of fed up with Washington politicians, so I like that he's not that. Um, and I like how articulate he is and he's very worldly has had a lot of experience in different parts of the world speaks like like eight languages Mm -hmm. something nuts like that he's a freaking genius he went to harvard which he didn't go to harvard with a legacy family he went to harvard in his own he paved his own way there he's just a genius um he's super level-headed and like can talk to so many people about um different things that maybe he doesn't agree with them, but he keeps his cool, and, like, that's so important, especially when it comes to foreign policy, which I'm super interested in. So I guess that's kind of, like, the main gist, and I also like that he's moderate, which makes him more electable. Yeah, I like that he's moderate. He doesn't hate on anyone. He doesn't pick fights. Um, He's very presidential. But he doesn't shy away from his opinions. He doesn't, and he's super, super smart. Like, there's just... No you can't deny it. That. You can't deny like, it. Like, even if you don't like him, he is a genius. That's, like, what we say about Andrew Yang. Like, mm-hmm. even though we, we don't necessarily support Andrew Yang and we make fun of him a little bit, he's very smart. Like, mm-hmm. can't deny it. Yeah. And he has, like you said, like, he has a lot of ex- um, experience with all different kinds of, like, walks of life. Um, and he just, I really love his Douglas plan. For uh, prison reform, because as you know, that's my little passion area yeah. of interest. Um, but I like how comprehensive he is about that, and how he's like putting in this effort for this really extensive plan with laid out steps about how he's actually going to do it mm-hmm. without. Um, yeah. I don't. I just completely lost what I was saying. Yeah, and I'm not going to go into full detail about that today. But yeah. there's, I'm just going to lay like lay out like the main areas and. Yeah. For make all sure of these candidates, out. actually, for both, um, I'd say for both Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden, 
I basically took the main ideas. They wrote a lot of stuff on this. This mm-hmm. was like a long, this took a long time to do research because of just the sheer amount of information that there was on these candidates. So I highly recommend if you like somebody's policy, go check out their website because I I barely dipped into it, really. And if you haven't like really thought about criminal justice reform or the problem of mass incarceration, like definitely check these out. Like I really appreciate the fact that a lot of these candidates really understand the level of this problem. Mm-hmm. Like our prison system is messed up. There's so no bad. way around it. Like whether you want to see it or not, it goes all the way to the top. And I'm really happy that there's people running who can actually see that and are willing to talk about it. Because it's not an easy subject to talk about. It's not. You want to say. Like, I mean, you want to say that if somebody does something wrong, they should be punished for it. But it's it's not black and white like that. And there's Mm-mm. so much gray area. And right now... The prison system is trying to make it black and white when it's not a black and white issue. And that's the problem is, oh, you broke a law, you're going to go away. That's not really how it works. That's, how, that's not how it should work. That's the way we get two point whatever million people in prison. Mm-hmm. 2.3 million. 2.3, okay. But it's crazy to even think about, like, think about it like this. America has 5% of the world's population and holds 25% of the world's prisoners. It's 25%. Crazy. It's insane. And if you don't believe that statistic, uh, watch the documentary 13th on Netflix about mass incarceration. All right. Mayor okay, Pete. Anyways, Mayor Pete. <laughs> All right. Um, he wants to reduce incarceration by 50%. That is his goal. Lofty goal. He wants to commit to meaningful reform. Yes. Um, which eliminates... Um, I wrote DP. I don't know what that means. <laughs> my shorthand, I can't even, like, no, read my own shorthand. I was like, oh, I'll remember what this means. Department? No, I think it's, like, drug. Um, <laughs> and reduce sentences. What was I trying to say? DP. Anyone know what that means? Let me know. I feel like it was drug something. Drug. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know either, man. Continue. No, I can't now. No. No, I I have to know what I wrote. Amanda, we have to. We don't have to do anything, actually. This is our own thing. Oh, eliminate DP. Eliminate death penalty. Okay. So, eliminate the death penalty. So, okay. So, eliminate the death penalty and um, reduce sentences for just in general. Mm-hmm. Just, like, we don't need um, that long sentences. Okay. Legalize marijuana. Eliminate mandatory minimums. Begin exploring sentencing caps. So instead of mandatory minimums, mandatory maximums. I think I think I think that that's good for drug offenses and other nonviolent charges. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily support that for violent charges like murder, sexual assault, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I don't think there should be maximums on that. 
Um, he, he, but he just says, begin to explore. He doesn't say he, like, wants sentencing caps. He wants to look at the opportunities. Abolish for-profit prisons. Eliminate cash bail. Eliminate poverty-based incarceration. Provide free phone calls for all those in prison. Because, you know, you have to pay for a phone call mm -hmm. in prison. And you get them, like, once a week or something. And you call one person. Yep. So, he wants to, just, he's like, you just should be able to call your family. Yeah. That's pretty basic human rights. Yeah. Um, increase public defenders. Support Im public immigration defenders. Because we don't have enough of people defending yes. immigrants. Or at least undocumented immigrants. Mm -hmm. um, diversify judiciary. Um, appoint people committed to the criminal justice system. Um, reduce youth incarceration. Raise accountability age. So 16, 17, not tried as an adult. Mm -hmm. um, end school prison pipeline. Ban juvenile life sentences. Like, what is that about? Like, yeah. you can get put in prison for life as a child. Um, abolish the death penalty. Wait, I already said that. Reduce solitary confinement because it makes you go crazy. Literally. Provide proper health care for incarcerated people. Provide better opportunities after prison, job-wise. Promote fair wages for prisoners. I know you like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, ensure convicted have access to jobs, education, education, housing, and health care after, I believe, and in. I think both. Restore the vote for convicted felons. That is a good one. Yes. That needs to happen. Did you know, fun fact, kids, that if you are a convicted felon in this country, you lose the right to vote, even though it is a constitutional right? Mm-hmm. Because you're not a citizen or anything. Really? Basically. Oh, dang. So, they want to restore the vote for felons, because that's crazy. Mm. Um, I think in Florida it got reinstated, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you might be right. That sounds about right. People with convictions can still serve on juries. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's truly um, a jury of your peers. Um, because that eliminates quite a few people. Mm -hmm. Increase accountability for police by using things like body cameras. And he wants to develop, I like this one a lot. He wants to develop a national police academy so that it can be, so every police officer can be trained the same way with police bias training, with things like implicit bias mm -hmm. um, and racial biases. Um, so if there's one curriculum for all police officers, then they can ensure that each police officer is being taught the same things and is being taught how to police correctly. Mm -hmm. We're under our good friend Yangy. Yang gang. Yang gang. Math. <laughs> what does that stand for? I don't know. Just math. Make America think, think harder. harder. That's what it is. Math. Yeah. Hashtag math. Okay. He wants to review mandatory minimum laws. He wants to shift policy on drugs to form from from punishment to treatment. He wants to end private prison. He wants to um, fund programs increasing reintegration into society. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to help businesses hire felons by giving them um, incentives in the form of money. 
Um, he wants to release nonviolent drug offenders, legalize marijuana, and expunge all convicted of marijuana charges, um, increase states' reliance on cash bail. So he's not saying eliminate it, mm-hmm. but he's saying to decrease reliance. I said increase the first time. Decrease is what I meant. <laughs> Um, he wants to implement a system of pre-trial services. I don't really know. Oh, right, right, right. So he talked, I wrote it down after. I was like, I forget what that means. Um, he wants to implement a system of pre-trial services. One of these things that he wants to implement is a text alert system that texts um, people accused of crimes about their upcoming trials so they don't miss the trials. Because um, I guess that happens. Yeah. Miss their trials and then they get convicted worse or something. I don't really know what why he want to do it. <laughs> he wants to do texting. <laughs> he wants to text his I prisoners. mean, like math, you know. Make America think harder. Math. Math. Um. Math. He wants to fight white nationalism. Math. Restore felons' voting rights. Math. <laughs> I just it's so funny to me. I don't know why. Math. <laughs> Yang just be like math. <laughs> Yang be like math. Um decriminalize opioids and send people to rehab. What was that? Decriminalize opioids. Yes. They're they're already legal. Well, not they're illegal prescription ones. Decriminalize. He has a, I don't know. I'm just reading what was on his website. Don't attack me. Body cameras. Body cams. That's what I wrote down. He wants police wear body cameras. Um, he wants to hold big pharma accountable. So it's going back to opioids for the opioid crisis they caused on purpose. Don't even get me started. I will never stop. Big pharma ruined this country. That's it. All right. Last but not least. What was part of Alec? Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Okay. No, um, wait. I got one more. Oh. Miss Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> I, I thought really, that was a blank page. So I had why. a very hard time finding stuff for Miss Amy K as I wrote down. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. Tell me. Tell me. So tell she me. had nothing on her campaign website except for this. Prioritize mental health treatment over prison. Because she's big on mental health. She had this whole page on mental health. I got one more. I also found out from our good friends over at Vox News. I like them a lot. Vox? No, Vox. V-O-X. <laughs> they should have named it Vox because it sounds like Fox, and Vox is like the opposite of Fox because Vox is really left-winged, and Fox is not. So Vox is newer. It started in 2014, and it's basically like anti-Fox. Fox. Vox? Why do you? Why are you just spitting out these straight facts about Vox? Like, why do you know so much? I like Vox. Okay. Anyways, okay. What does Vox say? They were. They wrote an article on Amy Klobuchar talking about how she used to be a prosecutor and was responsible for sending a lot of people to prison on nonviolent drug offenses because mm. she was a prosecutor in the state of that Minnesota. Was- that would make sense why she doesn't have a lot. Yeah, um, Especially but if she's not she is trying to show that she's changed with the times. 
and she does want to now allow nonviolent offenders reduced sentences um, because she is kind of showing that, like, although, like, in the 90s, there was, like, a tough-on-crime mentality, um, she does want to show that she doesn't really think that way anymore, um, and she's changing with the times, which, like, people can change their viewpoints. It happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. I am inclined to believe that she has changed. But I don't know, man. I'm not saying she shouldn't, she should have, she should have wrote something down. Because she didn't. Yeah. I feel like if you grew up prosecutor you have a criminal justice page yeah but she doesn't so what does that tell you that's what i'm saying that's all i'm saying not gonna say anymore but like yeah who's next um michael bloomberg Uh the one and only the one that we haven't done yet so yeah so he just joined the race he's pretty new he's pretty He's a new kid on the block. And he's doing pretty well. Yeah. I mean, well, he's mayor in New York, you know? Well, he used to be. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk about that. So, anyways, Michael Bloomberg um, believes that the justice system, the Justice Department, should provide incentives for states to experiment with and evaluate the impact of shorter sentences. So basically, he just wants um, more research done and more incentive on shorter sentences. Um, He wants to push to expand alternative to incarceration programs that have proven record of success. He did a lot of, like, trials or experiment with that, I guess, in um, New York City, where he is mayor, was mayor, I don't know. Is? Was. Was. Um, Yeah, so he said... In his website that he himself has proven that um, alternative to incarceration programs really do work I guess yeah I mean okay so he I I know that he did try some stuff like that while he was mayor mm-hmm. but there's still a really high prison population in New York yeah so and I guess if you're the mayor of New York City you can't influence outside of New York City no but I don't know. I mean, you're still you're Plus, still legis- like, you're still legislating eight million people. Yeah, it's a big job. Yeah, you're not the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he also wants to expand drug treatment, mental health services, and reentry and career training for people that are incarcerated. That's good. Uh huh. He wants. Uh, he supports reform efforts that aim to reduce or eliminate cash bail for nonviolent offenders. So not all offenders. Just nonviolent. Okay, offenders. literally, if you're a nonviolent offender, you should be able to go home while you're awaiting your trial. Because mm-hmm. it's not ridiculous. you're not a threat. And also, so. what if you have family at home and you can't support them? Yeah. Unless you work, have a job, which you can't do if you're being held in prison. If you they just can't afford to pay your bail. If you have a bail, it means you are okay to leave, which means you should be able to. End of story. Unless you're a flight risk. Exactly. Which Which most people aren't. Because you can't really run away. Especially from family. I'm not going to run away from family. That's all I'm saying. Um, He also, as president, he wants to launch a nationwide incentive, um, no, initiative to cut imprisonment for young people in half by the end of his first term and eliminate juvenile incarceration for all nonviolent offenders. Yeah. 
Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, because, like, what's up with putting kids in prison? Yeah. I'm just straight chilling now that I'm not reading stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like they should go with the more core-ordered therapies uh, viewpoint, which is good. Um, Only you can prevent forest fires. I'm literally going to kill you. Okay. So, apparently he likes to go by Mike. I guess. I mean, I guess Mayor (laughs) Keith. I guess. Mayor Mike? I don't know. But during, it said during Mike's term as a New York City mayor, youth incarceration fell by 63%. Failed? Fell. Oh, I think you said failed. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> fell? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. That's actually very good. He also reduced the number of people behind bars in the city, in the city alone by 40%. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Okay, so he's like a good track record when it comes to this stuff. Yep. Not too shabby. Not too shabby, Mr. Bloomberg. He did not have a lot. Like, this is like everything he had, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But I so, think his numbers kind of speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker? I forgot he was still in this. Yeah, he's <laughs> back. He's honest. back above he's, 1%. Didn't was, we drop him? No. Okay, he's no, always no. been there. Could, like, he was like, 8% at one point. He's, like, not doing hot. Yeah. Not doing so hot. I think people just, like, don't know enough about him. No. He was big at the beginning, and then he kind of, like, fell out of, out of like, relative list. No, rel- relative news? What am I trying to say? Relevance. Yes. Now he's irrelevant. He's not irrelevant. So. He is, but he's not relevant is what I meant to say. <laughs> As uh, so, Cory Booker says, as president, he will fight to end the war on drugs. Okay. End the war on drugs, bro. But he Did doesn't he say, say how. All he does no. But he doesn't say how. Did he say he really, just says really end violently. It. He's like just gonna, he's just gonna stay. Did he it. say it just like that with our video? He's gonna stay on the chair. No war on drugs. He's gonna stand on the chair in the White House and he's gonna say, "I declare the war on drugs to be ended." And then it's going to happen. And then it'll just be ended. Beautiful. So, um, he also wants to implement bold and comprehensive reforms of our criminal justice system and pursue... (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Did you lose your plane? I forgot how to say a word. (laughs) Restorative. 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 <laughs> Restorative justice. Restorative. Uh, so basically, <laughs> God, so basically he's not being very specific at all. At all. But here we go. He wants to decriminalize marijuana nationwide. Just You're decriminalize? You're so close. Like, just legalize it. You know what I'm saying? He wants to expunge records and restore... Um, to people in communities that have been hurt Do by the war. Do people know the difference between cool, decriminalize and legalize? Legally, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. I mean, okay, so we'll explain. We'll explain it. So, um, legalize means it is legal for buying and selling. You can distribute it. You can have dispensaries. You can do all the things. Mm-hmm. Decriminalize just means you can't be put in jail for it. Mm-hmm. You so, can still get fines, though. Yeah. Above a certain amount. And it's you like have to a, be it's of like a speeding. Age. It's like yeah. speeding is decriminalized. Yeah. It's technically illegal, but like you just get a ticket. This is like, oh, you have marijuana. Here's your ticket. Mm-hmm. He also wants to Am expand I? clemency to people know. serving extensive. 
wants to expand clemency to people serving excessive sentences for nonviolent drug offenses. He also wants to eliminate the racially Can we targeted. Talk about clemency. Mm. Sorry. Yes. But like we actually need to talk about what that is. Okay, so presidents have power called clemency. What they can do is they can basically pardon anyone who they want to. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, moving on. Uh, so he also <laughs> wants to eliminate racially targeted sentences, sentencing disparity between crack and powder cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um, he wants I'm to end harsh mandatory minimums for nonviolent drug offenses. Yeah, what the heck? Why? Why? He wants to improve the ability of those behind bars to stay in touch with their loved ones. This yes. took such a turn. Because, like, we were, like, very serious in the beginning. I know. You literally, like... As soon as I stop talking know. about my own stuff, I just shut up. You, it's annoying. All right, sorry. <laughs> you want to... He, not you. He wants to remove barriers um, to employment for convicted felons by banning... By banning the box, which is something that makes it easier to receive occupational licenses for convicted felons, called banning the box, in quotes, in case you were wondering. Oh, I saw that online too, but I just skipped it because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> he also wants to reinstate the right to vote um, to convicted felons. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Um, better training for law enforcement officers on um, explicit racial bias and de-escalation and use of force de-escalate yes we love de-escalation okay (laughs) he wants to uh, prohibit racial and religious profiling and improve the reporting of police use of force incidents and that's Michael Bloomberg, you all. Just kidding. That, no, is, that is Cory, Cory Booker. Booker. That's Cory Booker. Hey, Cory Booker, we forgot you were here. Thanks for coming back. Uh, are you, you ready for the next left. one? Are you ready for the next one? Oh, I've never been more ready in my whole entire Tom Steyer. Yes! I've been waiting for this moment forever. Tom, Tom Steyer, the YouTube president. Thank you for coming to the table. Can we, we love insert, you. Can we insert one of his ads right here? Yes. Hi, I'm Tom Steyer, and I'm running for president because I know how to work America, okay. and I know how to work business, and I can defeat Donald Trump. That's an ad. I swear to you, that's like quotes. <laughs> Tom, Tom Steyer, kids. Okay, so he believes America's criminal justice system perpetrates a system of mass incarceration and punishment, not rehabilitation and rest- my restorative straight? justice. Is my life straight right now? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, anyways. So, not bad. Okay, he sounds pretty smart, I guess. Um, he also wants to reform our criminal justice system to reflect the rule of the law for all. Okay. Okay. That's pretty obvious. And cash bail. Okay. Reduce the prison population. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Okay. Uh, that's the point. That's... <laughs> You hit it right on the head. Good job, Tom Steyer. He wants to promote better policing methods. What's the what now? Better policing methods. Stop (laughs) the prison pipeline. Stop the prison pipeline. School prison pipeline? (laughs) Do you know what fishing is? 
So apparently in jail, I used to watch a lot of jailbirds. <laughs> I, know, I know that's not accurate. But apparently you can, like, send, like, little love notes to the the to the guys on the floor below you. You mean in the toilet! I forgot yeah. about this! And you put it in, like, a little, like, thing. Or you can talk through the toilets, Yeah, too. you talk through toilets. And you put a thing and then with, like, a string in it and you flush and then they get it. And it's weird. Anyways, I thought it was kind of cool, but also uh, hoping gross. But, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should do that. No, should, why would we, we ever do actually... do the other dose <laughs> <laughs> See, we get each So, anyways, Tom Sawyer thing. wants to restructure parole and applied, probation. You should be your applied <laughs> your project. No. <laughs> Trying to fishing. Stop. Stop it right now. All right, go ahead. Restructure parole and probation... Increase resources for public defenders and community intervention programs. And that's all we have on Tom Steyer. Thanks for being here, Tom. We love you. Julian Castro. Thanks for coming back, Julian. He says he wants to enforce people-first policing. Okay? He wants to end over-aggressive policing and combat racially discriminatory policing. Policing. He says policing a lot. Please, please, um, please, please. He please wants say. to hold law enforcement accountable and start the healing process between communities and law enforcement. Aww, everyone just like sing a circle, kumbaya circle, mm-hmm. and all just love each other. And that's it. That's all that he has. so great. Oh my god. That's, you fixed it, Julian Castro. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> we also seem like a campfire song. We do. That's it. That's what's going to fix everything. That'll fix everything that anyone's um, done to everyone. So next I have Bill Weld. So we're, oh. we're into the Republicans now. Oh, Mark Sanford dropped. Mark Sanford dropped. Bill Weld is doing pretty good. Yeah. He's, um, the one, he's the one we his, like. His information was not bad. He's the one we like, right? Yeah. He had a lot of information. It was good information um that's it so bill Weld was a prosecutor for seven years and believes in the rule of law um he says all persons in custody receive uh need to receive adequate treatment and fundamental human rights not that they do now but they should yeah um he wants to address the issue of sexual assault in prisons that's a good one because like people get like raped a lot in prisons yeah it's messed up bro that's messed up, bro. Um, I think he's the only one to say that. So. Yeah, no one else yeah. has addressed that, even though it's, like, kind of a big issue. Yeah. And it's, like, people... It's almost like it doesn't matter if they're in prison, you know what I mean? Yeah, people don't really, like, they joke about, like, raping in prison. Like, don't time. drop the soap. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's gross. Yep. Um, he wants to uh, redesign the entire process of sentencing um, and says that we should closely scrutinize it, which would um, implement more equal treatment under the law. He also wants to concentrate on violent drug offenses and getting those people locked away, I guess, instead of spending time on non-violent Drug offenses. Um, he wants to legalize marijuana. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's a Massachusetts guy, so I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. He wants to d- 
deschedule cannabis as a class one narcotic. Thank God. Yes. Um, and reform the bail system. He also wants to do a better job of enforcing uh, federal civil rights laws. Not bad. Yeah. So, moving on to Joe Walsh. <laughs> Our favorite. Love him. Um, so, his campaign site didn't have anything on criminal justice, mass incarceration, anything like that. But I did find um, something on Polytalk USA that said he supports um, reforming the criminal justice system. And that's all he's, that's all it says. That's it? Yeah. Joe Walsh. Gotta step it up. Even if, like, you're like, let's be tougher on drugs. <laughs> At least you have something. Yeah, I mean. But. Kind of a letdown. When isn't he a letdown, okay. honestly? <laughs> because, no, 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 no. I don't mean, like, his policies. I mean, like, we can never find stuff on him. Yeah, his page isn't good. Yeah, he doesn't have a good website. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So last and certainly not least, Donald Trump. So he had a lot of information. Um, <laughs> I'd love to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> so um, as president, he and the Department of Justice were working with local law enforcement to protect American families. Yep. That means... Not much. They, he didn't say how. They just said they okay. are. Um, he also supported the student, um, supported, so, but, okay, he supported <laughs> students whose free speech rights have been um, under attack on university campuses. I like that. Yeah. What does that mean? It means uh, that, well, there was this whole thing between university students who were Trump supporters, and they felt mm -hmm. like they couldn't, like they were getting their free speech taken away, I guess. Ah, uh, so that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, free speech, you know? Yeah. I don't know the exact details, but yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. So, um, this makes me really, really angry. But he also, he had this on his website, too, which okay. makes me even worse. Um, he supported the death penalty for the Central Park jogger perpetrators. Do you know what that is? So, on the 90s, I think it was, there was a brutal rape and murder, not murder, attempted murder, of a jogger in Central Park, and there was a bunch of, like, black, like, 15, no, like, 13 to 15-year-old Oh, yeah, boys. I watched the Netflix thing on this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was what that meant. Yeah. But it, was, but it wasn't any of them, but they were all, like, pressured and um, they were lied to by the police in order to, like, blame each other. Yeah. And it was, like, a they whole big They were lied mess. to. They were held without food and water for long periods of time against their will, and they didn't know their rights, so they didn't know what they could and couldn't do. And, they were, and like, they were all convicted and spent a long time in jail, especially Corey, who spent, like, 13 years in jail. A lot of it was in solitary confinement before they were finally exonerated. Mm -hmm. But um, he, 
when that whole case was going on, Donald Trump supported the death penalty for these these young boys who were convicted of this rape. And rape. who pretty clearly did not do it. Pretty clearly did not do it, and there was a whole thing against how they didn't do it. And also, that's, I don't know, in my opinion, that's pretty extreme. What was the Netflix thing called? I watched it. Uh, when, when They See Us. When They See Us, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was like, pretty intense, like... It definitely was on the side of they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And the way they portrayed it was that those kids were just, like, hanging out in the park with their friends. They had no solid evidence. No. And the police officers were basically, like, lying to them and saying, like, oh, you'll get off if you say this kid did it. And so then they would say, oh, this kid did it. And then they'd go to that kid and they'd say, this kid said you did it. And that kid would be like, I don't know who that person is who just said I did this. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. And then they're like, well, if you say this person did it, then you'll get off easier. And then they'd be like, and it was just like that. Yeah. Or it was like, super messed up. It was just, well, the, uh, the, the New York police in the 80s, which is like yeah. brutal. But so he also refuses um, to take that back, saying that these boys should get the death penalty, even after even they after have all been, been exonerated. Like, yeah. yeah. So... There's that. Um, he also has his high-intensity drug trafficking area program, which dismantled 3,000 drug trafficking organizations in 2018 alone. And he also promoted uh, second-chance hiring. Didn't say much more on that, but I'm pretty sure that's after you get convicted. After you've been convicted, it's really hard to get a job. So um, promoting that is good. That's good. Yeah, it helps. It helps ex-convicts. I um, can understand why the high intensity drug trafficking thing is yeah. definitely like an issue. Like drug trafficking all around is an issue. Yeah, that needs to be dealt with. But I don't like. I just hope that they're dealing with this in a good way, not a war on drugs way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think like policy wise, I think they're just like because. And I'm not saying like, it's a result of, like, being tougher at the borders because, well, it is a result of being tougher at the borders. It's it's one of the pros of being tougher at the borders. There's a lot of consequences, which is why I don't necessarily agree with what he's doing, or I actually don't at all agree with what he's doing. But one of the positives, I will say, is they do catch a lot of people trying to smuggle drugs over the border. And I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah. It's because he did hire, like, 80 or 80, like, more ICE officers. Or the border or something. Yeah. So that's definitely... I mean, it stops a lot of good people who are just trying to get help. But mm-hmm. it also stops bad people trying to smuggle drugs over the border, which unfortunately happens. But, like, you have to keep, keep in mind, and they're not keeping in mind, is that most people who try to cross the border don't have drugs. They're just trying to get help and seek asylum. So, mm. so yeah, that's all I have on Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's it. This is going to be a very long episode. This is. Because I don't really know if there's much to cut out, honestly. It's, I think the candidates just have a lot on this because it's a very controversial and very relevant topic at the moment. Mm -hmm. Whose policy do you think you liked the best? I, well, we didn't talk about it much, but I really like Pete's Douglas plan. I was going to say the same thing. Um. I didn't, yeah, I didn't go too much into detail on the Douglas plan because it's so extensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I for sure recommend looking into all the candidates' websites. We just gave you a gist because this topic is so 
um, information heavy mm-hmm. that all the candidates have so much more description, so much more information on each topic. Um, we just gave you the the big ideas mostly. So mm. I recommend if you liked one of them or if you liked a few, look into it, read more because it's a really important topic. And it's definitely something you can learn a lot more about, like, just by looking on the websites. And there's so many layers to it, too. Like, it runs so deep in our nation's history. That's a really sad part. Um, But I also really appreciated Bill Welts. Absolutely. For a Republican candidate. Yeah, I mean, it's so important that Republican candidates understand social issues. He -hmm. strikes me very much as fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Yeah. Which I think is... um, really important because like even if you're socially like conservative like want small government that kind of thing you still have to understand that people have needs and people need things from the government and like that's also like we need to go back to a time where it wasn't so far left far right sort of thing you know so that's why parties hated each other yeah because they never used to hate each other it was just like what you believed and because issues have become so polarizing like getting back to that centrist belief is really going to be important in the election. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's it. Come to my senior project on mass incarceration. Oh, true. Yeah, that's happening. That's yeah. not until May, though. Yeah. So I just got I got my outside expert, Jordan Thompson from the ACLU. He's the racial justice organizer. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm super hyped. Yeah. Um, All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. Look for our episodes on The Claw. And, yeah, stay woke, stay informed. And some other stuff. Bye. Bye.